Welcome to episode number 41 of the Four Animals for Earth podcast. Today's title is What is Animal Reiki? And it's just me today. So this is one of our bi-weekly short episodes where it's just me, where we're interspersed between the longer interviews and then the bi-weekly episode with me. I am curious what you all think about that. I would love to hear from you. I am starting to think about season four right now, and I'm wondering if you enjoyed this format within season three where we have the shorter episode mixed in with the longer episodes. So let me know. You can email me at hello at fouranimalsforearth.com or you can DM me over on Instagram at fouranimalsforearth. I'd love to hear some feedback on that. Before we start today, two quick announcements. Number one is a reminder that our charity of the month for April is Humane League Japan. Maho Uehara Cavalier, who is the regional lead for the Japan office, was on the podcast last week in episode number 40, if you haven't heard her yet. We had a great conversation about the work she is doing to drive cage-free eggs and just better treatment of hens in general in Japan. So it's a very fascinating conversation. So if you haven't heard it, I hope that you will check it out. As being part of the charity of the month, what we're doing is we're all jumping in together to follow, like, and support them. You can do that at Humane League Japan on Facebook or Instagram. Also, $5 for everything that is sold in our Etsy shop in April is being donated to the Humane League as well. So let's see. It's April yeah, April 30th, so this Friday is the last day to have the donation go to the Humane League, and that's our Etsy shop. You can um, find that at 4 Animals for Earth on Etsy as well. And the second reminder is our meetup that we're doing every week on Clubhouse at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We have had, I think, five of them now, and the group ranges anywhere from three to six people. So it's just a small group getting together to talk about different things that um, fit under the umbrella of sustainability. So we get a little philosophical in our discussions. Um, Last week, we talked about greenwashing and really kind of unfolding what is actually going on in the corporations that are doing greenwashing and what can we actually do as individuals to to try to hold groups accountable and when should we even be holding people accountable. So um, it's it's really fun, really fruitful discussions. So I hope if you are on Clubhouse, if you're um, interested in joining, you join Clubhouse and you come find us. I am um, at Brandy H. Montague on there and we meet every Monday at 2 Pacific time. Okay, so our simple idea for today's episode is to go visit the show notes and spend a few minutes learning more about animal Reiki. So throughout the episode today, I am going to share three completely different places to start if animal Reiki is something that interests you and that is outlined in the show notes as well. So you can find those at fouranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 41. Hi there, this is Brandy, and you're listening to the Four Animals for Earth podcast. This is a space where we inspire each other to take small steps every day to live a more conscious life, helping animals and the planet while we do it. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's all take a deep breath and let's get started. 
So Reiki, have you heard of Reiki? Uh, It is a spiritual healing technique that was discovered, actually, I I think rediscovered. There are signs of it being a modality that was used many, many years ago, but it was rediscovered in the early 1920s by a Japanese man named Usui. And he really brought kind of the modern understanding of Reiki into the world. I personally describe Reiki to people as a form of meditation in which a group of living beings that could be people, that could be people and animals, that could be plants, just a group of living beings come together to sit in quiet meditation to foster healing for the higher good of everyone who is there involved and connect into what is bigger than us. So Reiki itself is a Japanese word created from two different kanji. The top kanji that, you know, because in it so quickly in Japanese writing, kanji is the um, kind of the fancy characters that you see written in the Japanese alphabet. And they're typically written vertically from right to left. So the word kanji is made up of, sorry, the word Reiki is made up of two kanji, they and ki. So rei being the top kanji means universal or connecting to all, connecting heaven and earth and all living beings. It's really about something being present everywhere. And then the bottom kanji, ki, is about the energy that moves through our bodies. It's our spirit or our vitality as a living being. Um, one of my favorite sayings back from when you know we were living in Japan was kiyotsukete. And kiyotsukete means take care of your spirit. Um, it means be careful, but in, in a bigger sense, it means protect your spirit. So when you put they and ki together, you get this idea of um, universal life force energy connecting what is inside us as a living being with what is bigger than us and connects us to everything out there, you know, in the world and beyond. So being an engineer, um, I often get asked like, what? (laughs) Like you really like believe in Reiki? And I have to tell you that, I mean, I really do. For me, I see a very clear alignment, not a disconnect between the healing modality of Reiki and the science that we have seen in our world, as well as spiritual. You know, I am also Catholic and I've also gotten asked a lot, well, how can you be Catholic and believe in Reiki? Like those two things are very against each other. And I don't see it that way at all. So I would share that my personal experience is that those things that I have learned throughout my life to be truths align so perfectly with Reiki. So on the engineering side, I would 
share just a little experiment for you to do next time you're around another person, another human being, lay your hand on that person's arm and just leave it there for a minute or two and feel how that energy heats up and fires up between the two of you. And I think there's no questioning, there's no mistake that there is an energy exchange going on there between the two of you. I think another example of this is, have you ever been walking down the sidewalk in a city and a car comes comes at you on the street and you immediately lock eye contact with that driver or the passenger in the car and you don't know them, they don't know you, and they've passed, you know, right after. And there's something that happens. There's an energy that connected you to that person that made you both recognize each other in that split second and um, just to have that little exchange. And to me, I think there's a clear energy grid that connects all of us and there's clear energy between us. And the closer we get to each other, the stronger we feel that energy and the more that we practice getting quiet and grounded and noticing those subtle energies, the more we notice them every day in our lives. And then on the, you know, spiritual and religious front, I mean, I was sitting in church one day and the priest was talking about the Holy Spirit and all of a sudden for me there was just this light bulb and I was like, you know, for years, thousands of years, people have been talking about the Holy Spirit and this, you know, kind of unspoken energy that is shared between us and what is higher than us. And for me, that just fell into place, making complete sense. And so when I practice Reiki, I ask for the guidance from the Holy Spirit and from God. And that is, for me, what helps me connect into a higher power. But, you know, it's different for everybody. And I think that's the beauty of it. I think we all can feel the energy that connects us. We all know there's an energy that connects us. And we all have a different view of what is higher than us and what we can't see, but we understand. And I think no matter what that view is, you can really learn and embrace Reiki. So Reiki itself as a practice, there are many complexities to it, and there's a lot to learn and to hone your skill as a practitioner and as a healer. And um, that, what the way that you learn will be determined by who you study with, you know. It started with Usui in Japan, but then he taught people and they taught people and they taught people. And now I would imagine you're hearing it in the world very often as I am. I feel like Reiki is like the yoga of 40 to 20 years ago, how it was becoming a much more well-known and popular thing. I think that's what's happening with Reiki right now too. And I think in 10 years, it's going to be a very common modality in our world. And so there are there are many different ways to learn it and places to learn it. And there are many, many layers and complexities to learning how to ultimately be a 
clearer channel between what is higher than us and what is right here with us as living beings. But the reality is that you can get started right now because the base of all Reiki is meditation. It's all about practicing and learning how to quiet your mind while grounding your body and tuning into those subtle energies and frequencies around us. And then when it comes to animal Reiki, I learned and studied a method called Let Animals Lead by Kathleen Prasad. And her method of animal Reiki is really centered on treating animals as equal beings to us and we're sitting together and we're sharing energy, we are not coming in to heal them per se. And I I see that the same way with humans. Like when I practice Reiki, I'm not coming in to heal anybody. I'm coming in to bring light and compassion and love and be an open energy being sharing the space with another energy being for the healing and the better good of all of us. So what's really cool about that with animals is that animals already um, vibrate and live at a more grounded frequency than we do as human beings. You know, they already are so much more in tune with this universal life force energy that connects all of us, right? So it's actually, in my view, a blessing when we get the chance to have an animal join us in a Reiki session because a lot of times what happens is the human ends up getting more out of it than the animal. But I do truly believe that everybody experiences healing when we come together in this grounded, loving, compassionate place. So as I said at the top of the episode, I put together three places to start if Animal Reiki interests you. These are all available in the show notes, which again are at foranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 41. Okay, the first of the three is you can start by listening to a series called the Coast to Coast Reiki Chats that my friend Patty from Inner Peace Reiki and Yoga and I did over the course of the last, I guess, year and a half, maybe two years. We put together a video chat series where she and I talked a lot about how we practice Reiki in our daily lives and we brought on other practitioners and did interviews of them sharing how they do it. So that would be a really great place to start if you are just kind of, if this episode piqued your interest and you want to learn more. A second great place is you can actually learn from my teacher. So she has, oh my gosh, so many books and classes available in her method. Her name is Kathleen Prasad and she teaches the Let Animals Lead method. So I have links to all of her stuff there in the show notes as well. And the third way is if you are interested in learning animal Reiki from me. So I've been tossing around the idea of doing a workshop to teach just 
just the basics of meditating with animals and to share a couple of meditations that you could begin doing in your daily life with animals around you or reaching out to animals in the world that you want to help. And it would just be getting into a daily meditation practice with animals. So if you are interested in uh, a workshop led by me, there's a form there in the show notes to sign up for that as well. So again, that's all at foranimalsforth.com slash podcast slash 41. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope you enjoyed learning a teensy bit about animal Reiki. If this was interesting, please share it with a friend and please check out those resources. Uh, Follow us wherever you are listening to the show. And if you're up for it and you listen on Apple, please leave us a review. They are really helpful. I will be back again next week. I am actually going to be joined by Kim from Crossroads Campus, which is a nonprofit in Nashville that provides affordable housing and jobs and they are a pet rescue how amazing does this place sound i'm telling you guys it's it's incredible i've been researching them and i can't wait for the interview so that will be here next week see you soon bye